Blog Talk Radio. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour dates, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Of all the grounding studies, the one that really got our attention is called Electric Grounding Improves Bagel Tone in Preterm Infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized. And their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health, increased by 67% with grounding. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Freaks, outsiders, weirdos, the wallflowers, Oddball, loser, fish out of water, speak up, talk quieter. We are different. There's no arguing. It's a fact. A patchwork of flaws, we grow and adapt. We're funky, unconventional, see life through kaleidoscope eyes. In a field full of clovers, with our four leaves, we bask in blue skies. Flaws are natural. Our imperfections, our weaknesses, our scars... There is a misfit in all of us. We just have to be brave enough to embrace who we are. Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Hey everyone, Proof here again. I want to let you know that you want to protect yourself against this upcoming food shortage that's about to happen. I know with all this COVID stuff that growing your own food is going to be extremely important right now. So I want to introduce you to my friends over at groundwithagarden.com and you can get yourself hooked up with a vertical garden that you can grow 
inside or outside of your house. So if you have a back patio or you don't have room outside, you can grow in either way. And I have a bunch of stuff growing on mine. I have pictures to share. I love this thing. This is the best garden and most successful that I've ever had for gardening for my own self. So let me give you the website again, groundwithagarden.com. That's groundwithagarden.com. Hello, folks, and welcome. It's fine Saturday afternoon. Uh, at least that's when it is for me. Depending if you're on a replay, it could be any other time in the world after this. Um, but this is Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization um, dedicated to promoting the, you know, the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Um, we are um, on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, um, any, basically any social media you look for, you can find us. We have our own website, uh, barefootislegal.org, um, where you can find, you know, just more information about us and our cause and what we do and what we're trying to do uh, for, share, you know, keeping our freedoms and sharing our stories and our cause. This is Audrey, uh, your show's host. Um, I'll be joined shortly by my co-host, Ms. Phoenix. Um, she's got to run an errand before today's show, so she's on her way. Um, but until then, it's me. I'll be rambling on, as always. But this is... Um, yeah. <laughs> so... We have um, been around for a few years, the, the organization has, and we are, I've been doing the show for a couple years. I just wanted to, I think I'm coming up on the anniversary here in October, make it two years that I've been doing the radio show. Um, I know I've been hitting a bit, those that listen faithfully, thank you for one. Um, for two, I know it's been hitting kind of a snag lately, but um Just trying to stay focused. Uh, get it done. I'm sitting outside right now. My husband's playing on his phone rather loudly, staring at me like a dork. And I'm like, just feeling odd. But anyway, we're, we are um, a, a uh, that uh, interruption. Um, Trying to stay focused right now has been tricky lately. I'm kind of coming out of a bit of a funk, a bit of a depression I've been working through. So my mind is already easily distracted enough, but lately it's been kind of blah. And I appreciate those of you that have stuck by, um, gotten a couple messages of, you know, checking on me. Not very many, sadly, but that's okay. Um, I'm working on doing better. Um, and I do appreciate those that have been sticking through. I know I kind of said some of this last week, but. I just want to say it again, reiterate that I, I appreciate the kindness shown. It kind of makes my heart happy. Whether or not I can say it's from my, you know, life motto, motto of be kind, help when you can, and don't be a jerk, I can just always say maybe. Maybe. Maybe I had something to do with that. It's always nice to see extra kindness in the world, um, especially when it's one where you're usually 
talk down to because of the way you choose to live your life. So when that way isn't hurting a single solitary person. But um, I've been, I personally, I don't know if anybody wants to call and share any stories today. I've been everywhere. I had another doctor's appointment this week. I know I mentioned doctor's appointments a lot. Um, just health issues, nothing major, just annoyances. But he just asked me where my shoes were. I was like, told him I didn't wear them. And he said, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was nice to just be like, he wasn't going to make a big deal. He was just a curious person, you know. So that was that was nice. I keep saying you know a lot today. So, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I haven't been able to really – my plan this week, I'll let everybody know. My plan this week was I was looking for stories. Um, see if there's anything new out in the news or or anything such as that. I haven't found anything lately to support or help. I really, I'll be honest, I haven't got to look into it much um, with doing my lesson plans and whatnot, being a preschool teacher and what I've been doing my lesson plans this week, getting them caught up and different trainings I've had to do. So I haven't really got to do much not work searching. So... If anybody has, let me actually, and I apologize, i got to get back to the actual screen for this. Uh, I'm using my phone for my switchboard today as well, so please bear with me while I do that, while I'm using it for both my, you know, calling in the show and doing it as a switchboard. And uh, my my laptop needs to charge, so I was unable to use that today. Um Trying to think here. Um, I've noticed, uh, I don't know about anybody out there, I have noticed that there seems to have been more, I don't know if I would say more acceptance or just less negativity towards barefooting for me. I don't know how it is for everybody else. Obviously, I can only speak to myself and what I'm, it seems to be, um, I've no, I, I just seem to notice I, it's like people just don't seem to care anymore very often. They just don't seem to care. They're like there are bigger things. They're finally, they're, first of all, there's bigger things in this world to worry about. Second of all, there, you know, as we said before, there are no laws. There are no health codes against barefooting in any of the states. There, you know, if I go somewhere and I get myself injured, it's, it's on me. If it's because of my barefooting, that's because of a choice I made. It's personal liability. It's nothing the shop did or didn't do. It's, it's common sense. You know, if I do something that could injure me and I do injure me, then it's on me. Uh, it's not on, it's, you can't just do a company because you happen to be there when you got hurt. It just, it depends on why you got hurt. If it's from their negligence or their mistake, obviously they're responsible. But if it's from, and I'm not saying barefooting is negligent or a mistake. I fully believe in the cause, obviously, or I wouldn't even be doing a radio show or informing people while I'm out. But the fact that, you know, if it's because of a choice you make, a life choice you have made, then that's on you because you made that decision. So, there, you know, it, it's something, some, something to think about when you go out. You know, if you, if I go out and... I'm trying to think. Like, if I go out and I slip on something or I trip or I stumble because I'm barefoot, like, if the reason ends up being 
Audrey wasn't wearing shoes, therefore she got hurt, then that's my fault. But if it's because of a spill they knew about that they didn't clean up, uh, basically if it's if I would have gotten hurt whether I had shoes on or not um, due to their negligence or whatnot, that's their responsibility to rectify. So that's what I'm trying to say. You know, If I would have gotten hurt with, even if I had shoes on, that's on them. But if it would, if it's because of the not shoes, then that's on me. Um, I feel that that's one of the main important things for people to know because that seems to be the biggest, the most commonly pointed out, like when you ask why, the most common thing said, other than someone trying to lie and say it's for policy, but the most, you know, after that, the most common thing said is you could get hurt which I generally say anyway, I'm like, you could get hurt doing anything, anywhere, anyway. So it's not, it's, it's, it's not a valid argument for me. Just walking across my own steps, I could fall down my steps, choose or not, and get hurt. Um, actually, last week, last Sunday, I, did, I go hiking every week. Uh, it's my mental health day is what I call it. Uh, I mainly call it that because once it starts getting really cold, I'm going to have to decide, am I going to break down and get shoes or am I going to find something else for my mental health through the winter? Well, more on that one later because I don't even know what I'm doing this year. But uh, there were a couple of spots. I got myself into a couple of <laughs> tricky situations unintentionally. And if I had had, I promise you, if I had had shoes on, the way I'd had to use my toes to grip onto some of these rocks and in mud to keep myself vertical if I had been wearing shoes, I would have slipped on and I would have gotten hurt. It would it would have been a negative experience for me, you know. So um, just saying there's there's situations you feel like, don't those pebbles hurt your feet? No, I've been doing this a long time. Um, and I don't recommend, if you are just starting, I don't recommend going on a six-mile hike like I've been doing every week. Like I don't recommend starting with those hikes. I recommend, you know, starting a small walk around your block going to, you know, different convenience stores, maybe short hikes, you know, as, as much as you and take, maybe take a protection just in case. Um, not that I ever did, but it, it, it all depends on yourself. You know, if you're wanting to, how you want to do it, it, it it's a person, it's a lot of it is personal preference. Um, but if you're real concerned about it, I, you know, take something you can slip on just in case it gets to be too much, because if you go in, Say you get a mile in even or half a mile or quarter mile, whatever, and it gets to be too much on your feet, you still have to walk back out. So keep that in mind. Do you want to go in and be like, well, I have to walk out anyway. I'm going to tough it out no matter what. Or do you want to protection just in case? Like that's a you thing. I can't tell anybody what to do or how to do it. Um, please tell me I unmuted my phone. Oh, thank God. Okay, sorry. I'm panic for a second. I thought I was still on mute. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, um, that would have been awful talking this long without talking. Um wouldn't be the first time. Anywho, um focus. Um I did Yeah, so start out with what you can handle. Listen to your body. I tell you, you know, I'm asking you, don't you put them on the winter? I personally haven't been. 
I personally have been wanting to see how long I can make it without having to put them on. And two winters ago, I had to break down three times and put them on because it was that cold. Um, this last winter, I actually made it there was only twice. And the once was because the ground, it was so cold out. The warmth of my feet, that my feet was melting like the snow right on top. And then, but it was so cold, it was instantly freezing again. So then it was like starting to try and rip the skin off the bottom of my feet. So yeah, I'm going to protect myself. I don't want anybody to go and do anything dumb that could like potentially hurt themselves. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to listen to my body and be like, oh, my body's telling me I need to protect it. And that's what I'm going to do. You know, it's exactly how I talk to my students at work. My, you know, listen to your body. My, bo- my body's telling me this. So this is how it's going to go. Um, and just be be intelligent about it. Be conscious about it. Do, do what feels right and comfortable to yourself. And don't worry about what other people are saying, you know, or trying to tell you you need to or have to or should be doing. That is up to only one person, and that is yourself. Got it. You know, my husband, he's – my husband is – you know, team shoes, and he sometimes, we we do get into a little bit of debate sometimes about whether or not the kids have to wear shoes, but typically, you know, since based on where we're going, they don't really need to have them all the time. There's places where it is totally fine, fine and dandy for them to be barefoot. Um, I think it's obviously, I believe it's more places than he thinks, but ultimately, we put the decision in the kids' hands. Most of the time, you know, school, we can't get out of it. We've tried. I've actually called the school and asked um, what happens if they don't wear shoes and they get sent home. So until I have more gumption or more info or more ammo to fight that, that's, you know, that's what we're doing. That's that's where we are with that situation. But um, it, it's, again, it's, Anywhere else is generally children's to even even my kids without respect and and um, consideration for their own feelings and comfortability. You know, to a couple of my kids, they are gung ho team shoe. One of my kids especially, he will not even go out in the front yard without shoes typically. Um, and that's fine. That's how he feels comfortable, safe, whatever. I'm not going to – I'm not here to try and force anybody out of their shoes any more than I want to be forced into shoes. You know, I want the same respect given to me that I offer to those who do wear shoes. It's not for me to say how someone should dress or be or behave. You know, that's not – that is not my call. So – for someone to want to try and force me into shoes, I don't appreciate it any more than, you know, they would. So it's just, again, things to keep in mind um, when being out there and living our lives here is just kindness and respect. You've heard me say it on here before a gabillion times, I'm sure, and I'll say it a gabillion more, but it's got be kind, helping when you can, and don't be a jerk. There's it's pretty simple how to get through this life, in my opinion. There's no magic method or magic formula. It's 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 pretty simple. Be kind. Help when you can. Don't be a jerk. You know, 
So that's that's all I have to say about that matter. Um, I personally, when I got to college, I didn't wear I didn't wear shoes to college. I was a I barefooted to the whole getting my associate's degree. I didn't wear shoes to class, and I didn't have any issues where I went to school. I had no no one said anything. Not even security guards that would see me. Um, I mean, the most I got said to me was people asking about it, but nobody told me I had to put them on, which is pretty fantastic. So it's just, I which, you know, and I appreciated greatly because I didn't want to deal with negative, the negativity of, you know, of, of that. Um, so we have a... Uh, Look who decided to show up. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Let me put it on. I've got, oh, we've got, someone's got their hands up, it looks like, too. Give me just a second on that. I have to, I'm going to take myself off my, <coughs> excuse me, off my AirPods and put it back on speaker. So that way, Miss Phoenix is here. woo the delay. Uh, here, you can uh, introduce yourself and then we'll get to see if I get to those calls. I just realized we had. Please forgive the, I don't know how long you've been on hold and I apologize if it's been a while. Um. Yeah, so um, I'm Phoenix. Um, if you guys have been listening to the past, you know that um, I also host uh, Barefoot is Legal. Um, late today because, yeah, I've got a life. Yeah. They don't need to know. Yeah. Always having to take on extra responsibilities for things, you know, I guess that's all I'll say. Um, but, yeah, definitely tired. Um, body's been just going through it um, lately. But um, being able to just barefoot and ground and um, connect with the earth, I think, is just so key for my sanity. Um and even just like in terms of like my physical well-being, um, you know, dealing with chronic pain, dealing with a lot of different health issues can be very infuriating, very frustrating. And the ways that barefooting adds benefits to my life, you know, it does help all mentally. The benefits definitely the dealing with people who are ignorant. Yeah, and I mean, it's something that helps physically, mentally. Um, just emotionally even. So there are definitely very many benefits to barefooting. And um, so even though it's like, ugh, I've been feeling like I'm in the sewer, um, being able to just ground and connect with the earth has just been um, really just stabilizing and grounding amongst the chaos, yeah. you know. Um, and I think those of us that get it, get it. Um, and if there's anyone out there that just doesn't get it, like, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend trying it and figuring out in the ways that you're comfortable. You know, this is not a one-size-fits-all experience, but nature is very crucial to our mental health and well-being. That is, you know, proven through different studies. Um, and, like, we've mentioned stuff like that in the past. I don't want to get too much into um, that. But just remembering that nothing is one-size-fits-all. Everything is a journey. Everything is very unique to our needs, our experiences, and and everything else is subjective. 
but we're such complex beings. We have such complex lives and existences that it's important to remember this is not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's great to have community. It's great to relate to people. But just because we can't always relate doesn't invalidate anybody. I think sometimes um, live in a very charged environment in general. Um, There's a lot of just charged energy all around us. And just remembering that like our differences are beautiful. Adverse, We're all in this our, together, y'all. Diversity is beautiful, and it is so important to have community to overcome adversity and you know discrimination, um, just propaganda, malicious attitudes, lack of empathy. Like you know, it's really important to have that. But just remembering that you know our own perceptions and bad experiences can. Um, alter our perceptions of things and just remembering that like just because we're different even in the barefooting community like that there there's no um difference doesn't equal bad yeah there's no there should be no bad energy because of that um but um did you want to um yeah we can do it looks like yeah we can do that um okay uh, wait, which button do I? Is it this one I hit? Sorry. Yeah, the microphone. So I thought I just I would have. Okay. See if they can hear us. They don't have a name pop up. They're just hello. saying hello, Bowler. Hello. You're on. Hello. How are you? Hello. We can hear uh, you. Good. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Okay. okay cool. How are you today, Bowler? <laughs> um, I'm pretty good. Um. I was I was just calling in uh, to tell you a little bit about myself and and uh, something I did earlier this week. Uh, I okay. called in in the past, and uh, I live in uh, the Dayton, Ohio area, close to the Dayton, Ohio okay. area. But um, fairly close. Uh, so, yeah. So um, I believe I I I figured out recently that I have sensation issues, and I never really narrowed it down to sensation issues because. Uh, I can't stand wearing glasses, a hat, and some certain clothes. Oh, I think- but shoes are the biggest. Shoes are the biggest things for me. Um, right. Uh, I I hate wearing shoes, and I also okay. uh, the sensation I get from walking barefoot uh, is 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 awesome. I just love <laughs> I love the sensation of feeling all the surfaces and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I was what I was, well, one thing I was going to tell you was that I, I went into uh, the BMV earlier this week to get license plates for an old truck that I had on the road a little over a year ago, and then I, I haven't drove it in a while. So I went in there to get right. uh, license, and uh, uh, the teller mentioned something because I walked in barefoot. And uh, just out of the spur of the moment, I said, well, you know what? I want a special plate. How much extra is that going to be? And and uh, I went ahead and got a license plate that says Neely Pot. <laughs> nice. So that that That's so that fantastic. that means basically. That. <laughs> yeah. So that means bear. basically one who love walks it. barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. I love that you just shared that with us too. That's that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah that so when the, the when the pl- 
Yeah, when the plate gets delivered to me, I'll probably post it on <laughs> Facebook or something. But that you should. That would be great. That's funny. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, but, but, uh, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in I'm in a lot of uh, stores and and uh, uh-huh. not so much restaurants as much because I'm always eating with my wife and she gives me a hard time. But when I'm by myself, yeah. I'm, I'm in a lot of stores. <laughs> so right. mostly the hardware stores. Right. Oh, I know. They're like it's so funny. They're one of the chillest places typically. Like when, I've noticed when yes. you go in, they're like whatever. <laughs> And you'd think they'd be one of the ones that are like, oh, no, you don't have to. But they're just like, all right, cool, buy my foot. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, get what you need, fix what you got to, just get yeah. crap and get out. Like, but, uh, And I've had people, yeah, like even adults, but I did have someone that did mean it more out of concern and, like, they themselves, uh, the employee, uh, there was a barefooter in their everyday life, but they said mm-hmm. just because of – the way, like, just, and they brought up different instances in the store where, like, they wear steel-toed boots to work, especially mm-hmm. with stocking and just with oh, the way people can be around here, just irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And, and with it being, them being so short-staffed, it was just, like, her concern. But she was like, I don't, I get this. There's no laws against it. Like, I do it in my own life. It's mm-hmm. just, here is where I have a problem. So, it's, but it, again, it's, like, places like Home Depot or whatever, like, they don't really right. care. So it's just one, well, even, like, in, 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 in so general, like, hey, so that's her work environment. Like, I'm not working there. I'm just going to buy Twizzlers or something. So, like, I don't need to wear them. I'm not stocking yourself. Yeah. I don't have to worry about dropping a big old box of, you yeah. know, 500-pound box of crayons on my toes because I'm not going to be moving yeah. them. So I get why she might, but I'm like, I get it. Yeah. You know, but it's like the woman, though, that, when I went to the hospital and I was getting something at the gift, I uh, getting a coffee at the gift shop there. Mm-hmm. She's all like, "You said she worked there." She's like, "I wouldn't walk around in here barefoot." I was like, "Well, there's no walls or else." She's like, "I know that, but I wouldn't do it." I said, "Well, it's a good thing I'm not walking with your feet." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any um, instances, sir, where you had to uh, like correct people or inform people, or do people mostly, you know, ignore it or let it go? Um. Yeah, well, I, I I generally don't handle that too well, and most of the time <laughs> I've had trouble at uh, uh, Speedway gas stations of all places. <laughs> they they so, started some. I still go in them. I'll go in again. They say it again. Be like, no, nope, I really don't have to. I'm kind of a stubborn jackass. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say it, jackass. I'm a stubborn jerk sometimes. Like I'll be kind, but I'm not gonna change my way simply because you tell me to. Does that make sense? And also, there are no laws or health yeah. codes again exactly. that are right. And I think it's hard because when we know the law, we know that there are no laws or health codes against it. We know the truth. It's like it's really hard not to have this sense of justice in terms mm-hmm. of, well, these are my rights. Like, I know the laws. I know the health codes. Do you? Clearly, you don't. Right. And just, but it's just funny when it's like a yeah. gas station. I'm like, yeah, of all places. And I've had sure some different changing attitudes even with gas stations um but i think things where it's complicated because like obviously my mobility issues suck but i feel like in certain places i have had like places where you've had issues with where i haven't had people say things to me and i'm like Mm -hmm. is it just because i have a cane and they don't want to 
push it because they're but again to well, me that's not those even sunglasses you've got on now you look like you're blind as well yeah like I and I wear my sunglasses everywhere <laughs> like because of my photosensitivity issues mm-hmm. light sensory issues yeah, yeah and like so it's one of those things where I don't even think it's a genuine like compassion thing always I think it's more of a liability issue is they don't want to push on something where it's more visible where they can, you know, more salient, if that makes any sense. So they can see, oh, like, if you've got a can, there's a problem. It's a big word, You know, I guess. But I'm sure that it's still frustrating for, you know, you when you've got these sensory issues and you're still getting, you know, pushback. And it's like, yeah, ideally we should handle these things calmly. But it, but it is understandable to be upset and to be frustrated. So what, like, what do you say when someone tells you you need shoes? What do you do? Just curious, not judging um, in any way. Yeah. Uh, I usually just say, uh, I'm sorry, I'll be right out. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. do too well with confrontation. And because uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, I just. Less confrontational, not really knowing I'm how sorry to. And, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my things, too, sometimes, I mean, I'll admit, sometimes when I'm going in, I, for whatever reason, like, there's different days where I feel more self-conscious than others, and, but, like, for some reason, when I have those days, I always, like, revert to the, like, I'm, I'm, I'm four now, and someone tells me, you have to have shoes on here, I just, uh, why? Because, sit it up, why? You know, and all, because it's for policy, why? Because it's a safety issue, and I'm just, like, why? Until they're just, like, just get what you need and go. But I think they probably yeah. think I'm a little touched in the head, as I used to say, you know, because I'm just like, why? Why? Well, even for me, it can be hard to mask with, like, mm-hmm. my ADHD and autism. And, and it's like the older I get, the harder it has been for me it's, to mask because yeah. a lot of things that people are like, oh, oh, you're just a kid. It's like, no, I was always neurodivergent. Like, you know, that I've had some people make comments or make assumptions or think that I'm more not there than I really am mm-hmm. because of my, like, sense, my other sensory stuff yeah, outside yeah, of yeah. barefooting and just my awkwardness. But one thing you can even just, like, me. practice, even just, like, saying that, like, a res- like coming up with a response helps. And, like, my thing is I just try to focus on – There are no – Yeah, and that helps. So just focus on – you know, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in public space in the United States. Therefore, there are there is no store policy against it. That is, like, and I just say, like, I, it's, you know, illegal for you to tell me to leave. Like, you know, just kind of bringing up more so the facts yeah. um, and whatever you're comfortable saying and, like, you know, just finding that comfort zone. You don't have to say all that even if you just stick at, stick to there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in public spaces in the U.S. This is a public space. I'm not breaking any laws. One of my favorites, too, is when they tell me it's store policy. It's, again, smarty pants here. I say, oh, so it's your company policy to break the law? No. They don't like that too well. I'll give you a, a say. I, but they look it up. To, I, I've, had, I've had several times where they'll look it up and see that, you know, yeah. so it's got, it, it works. Yeah. It might not be the nicest way to do it, but it works. So. Yeah. And 
But I understand they like going and not wanting to say anything. It's like, yeah. can I just get what I got to get real quick or or whatever? Especially, if I'm not trying to. I hope I don't sound judgy. Yeah, and, and I like, really hope I don't. And yeah. it, it's hard because like I can be like struggle with you know anxiety myself, sure being a people pleaser, and so and then other times I can just be like, okay, well if you're gonna have a problem with it, like you know just being very confrontational, and so. Sometimes the confrontational part helps, but it can be really hard to address those things. Even for me, just, like, helped is just practicing my response, like, having a script in my head, even reciting in my head if I'm worried about going into a certain place right. before I get there, just so I feel prepared. And, well, and I so I feel less taken off guard, right, you know? Right, right. And I'll do that, too, but then there's still sometimes where I just stop, and I'm like, why? Yeah. And I literally, I sound like I'm sore. But then that's okay because that's, you know, we only, we can only do what we can only do. So I, I don't know. And we're not, sir, I, I, we're not sounding judgy about it, are we? No. <laughs> okay. My tone betrays me. Sometimes I tell people, I'm like, if I'm sounding like a jerk or talking too much, you have to tell me because I don't, I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm being irritating. Okay. I really, I don't, I don't know. So, but I just want to make sure you know we're, more help and kindness is what we're trying to go for and, like, tips. Yeah, and it can be very hard to know. I, I like, I even sometimes still, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but if you, because, like, in, in people-pleasing, anxiety, anything like that, those are things that go away overnight. Um, I don't think those things go away ever. Yeah, I mean, really. I just tell them to shut the crap up. But you can get to a point where you learn how to manage it and you learn how to, you know, deal with it and how to respond. And it and it takes time to, like, train ourselves. And I still have moments where, like, I slip up and I just, like, take it on by surprise. I'm like, uh, you know. And, you go get some shoes just because. But, like, and, and so I'll just be like, I don't need it that bad. Like, I'll go somewhere else where I'm just, like, and I, I you know. Their tone too. Yeah. Like, if they're saying it in more of a, like, this general tone, you know, you're supposed to have shoes on in here. Mm-hmm. Or something. And then I'm usually like still to talk and like actually use real words and and go on my spiel. But if they come at me like, you can't be in here without shoes. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just like something about it. It's like, why? We all have our natural ways of dealing with the uncomfortable and dealing mm-hmm. with confrontation. I think it's important to remember like there is. No, there's no, there's no really right way, you know, to handle these things naturally because we're all different people with our own experiences. Well, they all handle mm-hmm. confrontation well, and anxiety and I, differently. I did kind of went through that too, and I, so I was at a restaurant with a bunch of coworkers, right? And they didn't care that I was barefoot because they know me. They knew I was going to be when we, you know, showed up. And then when we waited, the guy waited till we were leaving. Like literally, we're packing our stuff up. We've paid. We're going, right? Yeah. Comes up to me and he says. Look, so you you know, you have to have shoes on in here. And I just literally, I was like, why? And he said, this is like the common way, that's how things are done. And I looked at him and I said, I bet that's what the Nazis thought and walked away. And then I, like, my coworkers like, what did you say? I'm like, he started it. And they're like, it's did you like call that man a Nazi? I'm like, <laughs> the idiot. I, the audacity. Just I, I, I did. I was like, yeah. I bet that's what they thought, too. They're just doing what they're supposed to be doing. Look what that, how that turned out. And, but, and I think it's hard because other people, like, they take that as, and, and, and I think it is, yeah, obviously, like, a sensitive thing to say, but, um, or, you know what I mean, like, a sensitive topic. But it wasn't wrong. But at the same time, it's like, to other people, it seems they're out of pocket. But when you understand. 
understand the history of barefooting propaganda. It's and I'm not saying, like, any- first of all, too, don't let me say Let me say this. I am not saying I've yeah. got it worse than they did. That is not yeah. what I'm saying. And like, I know even, that's what you're saying, yeah. Or even equal to that. That's just yeah. the first thought that pop- I don't even think it popped in my head. It just went straight to my mouth. Again, like ADHD audacity of just like so. You know, I just, no want, I just want to function. Just I want to clarify yeah. that I am not trying to compare what I've dealt with barefooting to that mm-hmm. at all. It's not even close. For the record, I do know that. Yeah, but where and I think it too. It's just when yeah, obviously it's not the same thing. Not even. But it's not even when, close. But like, but when your sense of just, justice and like that just ADHD, not knowing how to respond, just kind of saying things and. You felt attacked. You felt like your rights, your autonomy were attacked. And when you, and, and I think when more people understand that, the, and, and, and you're already aware of these things, and so that adds to your sense of justice. But right. barefooting propaganda is rooted in racism. It's rooted in religious discrimination. Mm-hmm. It's rooted in um, just general control and um, just not yeah. respecting like body autonomy mm-hmm. you know and so obviously yeah probably something maybe even probably shouldn't have said yeah, yeah no, it's an appropriate comment but at the same time even that impulse of not knowing how to respond and that you know adhd executive functions be messing up it was just like he, it was the best way your sense of justice at that moment with so limited um communication you know yeah. ability at the time of just trying to communicate how like you're violating my rights mm-hmm. okay there are no laws or health codes you're discriminating um you're face, like you know and i think it's hard because we become so like oh it's whatever like apologetic or or even when we are going off you know we don't realize too that these things do attack our autonomy. And sometimes mm-hmm. we can say things that we really shouldn't say um, when we feel like our autonomy is attacked. And then that's why I do think it's important to come up with scripts and better ways of responding yeah, to this. So that way when our not, sense of justice or I'm, our emotions I'm, are triggered, you know, we lie can. lie and say it's one of my best, uh, yeah. best of things to say. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think, too, it's important to, you know, have accountability and remembering that, judgment um often becomes shame Mm -hmm. which blocks accountability and like instead we need to focus on the accountability and for me i'm not even justifying i'm just explaining the psychological wheel work that has is behind this and to understand that you know mechanical aspect of the mind is how we unravel our behavior and um, like figure out you know how to handle these things because i i think it too it just comes from emotional dysregulation and it's Mm -hmm. hard because when when you deal with these things all the time or you're just trying to have a good time and these things come out of control or or that are out of your control take you off guard and i feel like i was caught completely off guard because of the fact that we had been there for two hours I'd walked all over that place going back and forth around to, you know, order more food. Because it's one of those places, like, you order the food, and then you pay for it, and then you go sit down with it. And we have just back and forth, getting our stuff, using the restroom all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that's when he said something. It just, like, threw me off. So it's like, yeah, I agree that that probably wasn't the best thing to say. Yeah. Not exactly wrong, but it wasn't the best thing to say. 
I think what you were trying to get at is that this is you're violating my American rights. You're trying to discriminate. You're, you know, even coming for my autonomy. Right. And that is how, you know, it came out inappropriately. You know what I mean? And I think it's just, that's the thing is it's like, I think too, it comes down to emotional regulation. These things are dysregulating when you have ADHD and like, even for myself, it's like autism, dealing with these things, having different health issues, different sensory issues, different experiences in general, like it is dysregulating to the nervous system to deal mm-hmm. with these things, especially it when you're trying be. to do something that's healthy for you that may already be generating internal anxiety mm-hmm. on some level. And I think a lot of times too, we kind of repress it, especially a lot of times the whole like defiant, oh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do kind of attitude. It's, that's also a defense mechanism. You know, and so we all have our own ways of dealing with conflict, our own defense mechanisms. And it's just about understanding um, emotional regulation, even anxiety and being afraid to stand up for ourselves. That's an aspect of emotional dysregulation. Fortunately, most of us aren't taught how to regulate or deal with these things. Instead, and then also, too, we, we often grow up with this propaganda thrown in our face about how barefooting is illegal when it's not. It is completely legal to barefoot in public space in the United States. There are no health codes against it, but we're fed all this propaganda, and then we constantly feel like we have to justify, improve, and fight for our autonomy. Yeah. You know, when you're aware of these things, that's also dysregulating, and um, it's hard when we're trying to find our space and find what's right for us, and we constantly feel like we have to defend ourselves. And. And, 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 and not everyone's as good at that, you know? And so, so many different people have their own ways of responding. That doesn't make us any better at knowing how to respond. It's just we have our own um, mechanisms. We have... Yeah, I'm going to say my ways are right. I just know it works for me. And for you, that is just saying audacious things to get people to back off. Apparently so. You know, and I think for you, as your experience, as like, you know, a woman, a lot of people don't expect that. And then when they see this, especially when you say things, they don't even know how to interpret this out of pocket. That's your defense mechanism. Yeah. And, and, and even, again, apologizing, you know, that is also a defense mechanism. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just need to get something. Like, you know, that's also a defense mechanism, feeling like we have to apologize when it's like, we deserve to take up space. We're not breaking the law. We're not violating any health codes you know we deserve to take up space and so it's it's a process of really um one just learning how to stand up for ourselves learning okay what how to have that script knowing how to cope and deal with these frustrating experiences and then also to understanding our anxiety and where these things and fears are stemming from and the other contributing factors within us that we didn't put on ourselves we didn't choose for us but still live within the multitudes of us and our existence. And, you know, and so just kind of understanding and coming to terms and unraveling our own anxiety to understand it is important and is crucial. And, but not to beat ourselves up or be anybody's, you know, and for anybody to beat themselves up over apologizing, like that's, it's okay. Like it's a process and you're just trying to be respectful and polite. You're showing, trying to show people respect and there's nothing wrong with trying to show people respect, but it's also having to remember, but I deserve respect and I deserve to take up space and I'm not doing anything wrong. And if anything, technically you're the one that's doing, you know, something wrong. And so for me, something that helps is just being able to focus on the facts and try to look at it in a factual way and just kind of like, okay, just, hold my anxiety, emotions, whatever even responses that may get 
triggered because of where I'm just already at that day. Like some days, you know, I can be more sensitive to things than other, you know, it depends on how many things, you know, have affected me, you know, my nervous system. And I think, you know, a lot of people were like this where, you know, depending on the different days, you know, we, it's easier or harder to respond to things and they handle things. And so it's not always easy, but I try to just kind of focus on the knowledge and, just focus on that. And then when I get to my car, just then, you know, just try to, okay, like feel the anxiety, feel the frustration. And, but that's just how, but that's how I cope with it, you know, even too. And, and that's not to say that like my way is the right way either. Um, Whatever works. And I think sometimes too, some people depend on the person, they can be more in their emotions sense of justice. They can find that in their right way. And it's more about finding the way that um, is natural to us, natural to our energy flow. How do we naturally handle things? Because we're all different people. We all, you know, yeah. don't respond to the things the same way. And some of that is created by life and circumstances. But some of that, too, is just who we are naturally. And, yeah. you know, it, I mean, you're probably naturally, you know, a nice guy. And it's not that you, you know, want to people please. It's just that you're naturally a nice person. Yeah, and then other people... And society and circumstances manipulate that where, you you know, you're just trying to be nice. You're just trying to be respectful. It's not, you know, anything wrong. But sometimes, you know, we can become over apologetic and not even realize it because of being nice people. And then the circumstances in which people put nice people in where it's, you feel like you're the problem. And Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I didn't know anything else to share, you know, feel free. Um, But that was just, yeah, my brain take. Any questions? That's all right. No no more questions on that. Um, I I did have a question for you, though, because so I'm a – I started my own business like three years ago. Uh, mainly doing heat and air, but I also do some handyman stuff. Um, my curiosity is because I go to I go to a lot of hardware stores, and the only time I put my shoes on is when I get to the customer's house and I go in to go do the work. But how would you right. feel if you hired somebody? How would you feel if you hired somebody to do work at your house and they showed up barefoot? Um, honestly, I would personally, I'd be like, yay, somebody else. Um, but, <laughs> so that's, I mean, I don't know if this was an answer that opinionatedly was, but, um, I honestly feel that most people, if you showed up and say it's like you had them and explain to them that you prefer to work barefoot, but if they're more comfortable. Because a lot of people, too, you'll notice if you go in their house, you know, if you were a guest in their house, not working in their house, if you're a guest, they want you to take your shoes off at the door anyway. So I don't think very many people would really have a problem with it, especially if you just explain, like, I prefer to work barefoot. Is that okay with you? You know, or yeah. just to kind of – it's still their choice, and you're but you're letting them know how you feel, but it's still their choice whether or not they let you. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think most yeah. I don't think most people have much of an issue. Yeah. But again, I think that's a good way of just Yeah, I don't think very many people would be like, Oh my god, no. But again, I would just like me, I would be like totally like, All right, come on in, let me show you where the problem is <laughs> You know, it's certainly not with the yeah, well, <laughs> You know the, the reason uh, I the reason I asked that is um uh my uh 
sister-in-law. I only I only go over to their house most of the time for like holiday parties or whatever. Um, right. But when she has us come over for like Christmas or whatever, she she makes everybody take their shoes off. But she either wants you to wear slippers or socks in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, she Did makes she everybody pro- do it. It's just not one person. <laughs> right. Does that? she provide the slippers? She'll send us a, you know, a text message, uh, bring slippers with you when you come or something like that, <laughs> and she'll so send that I, to everybody. Oh, darn, I forgot. What do you think she'd do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably nothing. Probably wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> I forgot again. Oopsie. That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I do that. I, I do that with my, I do that with my wife. I'll uh, we'll, we'll leave, we'll leave the house, and I won't bring any shoes or something with me, and we'll be walking through Walmart. <laughs> we'll be halfway through Walmart before she even noticed, and then uh, she'll she'll give me a hard time. She's always the one to give me a hard time, and I said, oh, I just mm-hmm. I forgot to bring. <laughs> right. Oh darn. <laughs> what yeah. a sad moment. Stop. Um, yeah, I, I see that's another one of those, like, I don't know if I would be the right person for opinion on that one, because I think everyone knows my opinion at this point is just do what makes you happy. Forget the shoes. Don't forget the shoes. You know, it's, it's really, like, I'm again, like I've said, I'm not one to try and force anybody out of their shoes any more than I want pressured into them. You know, that's just, just let people be, let them be. Leave me alone. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, but I really yeah, haven't. Uh, I haven't gone to have... any of my customers' houses. Um, I would. I'd be working out in the yard or something early in the morning, and I'll get my shoes all wet, and that's the worst time having shoes on as wet ones. Oh. And uh, I wear yeah. minimalist shoes to begin with, and um, when I do wear them at the customer's house, so. It's like as soon as I get right. to the truck, I'm anxious to throw them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would honestly, in my, my opinion, would be, I don't think very many people would be concerned. And if nothing else, I mean, even if they wanted you to wear a boot, like if you had, see, but I don't know, because those blue slipper thingies, the booties, you know, those are slippery yeah, in the, my the opinion. Because we have the shoe covers. We call them booties. Yes. I'm, I'm a preschool teacher. We have booties. We have them there. We call them booties. I don't know what everybody else calls them. We call them booties. Um, but, um, that's like, because since we have, I'm in the nursery, so we have babies that, you know, they literally, they're learning to crawl. They're on the floor. So we make, you either take your shoes off or you put booties on before you come in our room. But I don't know like how those would work. Like if you just had bare feet with them on, cause they always seem kind of slippy to me. I don't, I don't really like them. Like they slip around yeah. and stuff on, <laughs> on I don't know, but if you did something like that, if you were wanting to, like, put those on just, you know, for, I mean, whatever reason. But I know a lot of customers, some customers might actually appreciate even that you would want to go do a barefoot to not track your work to, you know, work boots through their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then they don't have to clean their carpets and whatnot when you leave. Like, I'm sure it happens more often than not just because, you know, you're wearing work boots. If you wear work boots or whatever. Does that make sense? make it any sense oh yeah yeah 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> you know, so I, I mean, and the worst, what's, I mean, you can just try. And even if the first one says, I'd rather you wear your shoes, try it again at the next one. You know? Yep. Not, like, like everybody's different. So someone might, as long as you're willing, I don't do still, you know, do the work with them on. Because it is a different situation than just going about living your normal life. You're providing a service and you're in their home. So it is a little different um, than just going to the grocery store, obviously. But I think if you'd be, if oh, you're yeah. willing to still put them on, I don't, I don't see any problem with asking if they're okay with you taking them off or not, you know? Yeah. That's my, I, there, we actually have one fella um, who's part of the Barefoot is Legal. He's a painter. Does you know house painting and he does it barefoot. He goes in a customer's home barefoot to do it. So I this isn't the first I've heard of it, you know. So I mean, and he's never had any huh. issues. I think, I think he calls him like barefoot painter dude or something like that when he first says. I don't remember exactly what it is, but um, is he on the fa- the barefoot is legal Facebook group or? Yeah, he is part of the league because he's called, I've, 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 I've chatted with him before, like, through text chat, and he's um, made comments on some of the posts about how that's what he does. He's, a, he's paints, you know, interior houses, like the walls and stuff, uh, but um, he does it barefoot. And he makes sure customers know, you know, huh. right off the bat that, like, he's, he does a bare, he'll be in there on barefoot. And he doesn't have, like, any issues, and, you know, so... I, I think you'd probably have better luck than you think you would. I think it's yeah. probably more like nerves and confrontation than that, fear of confrontation that, like, not really fear, but aversion to confrontation that have you wanting to be in yeah. theory about it. So, I mean, the, wor- the, most, the, the worst thing they can do is tell you no. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. and even if you're <laughs> conscious and would end up just putting them on and not saying something, like, you know I mean, to ask, like, if you just end up putting them on it anyway and not ask, it, like, you know, it's like, what's the harm that's really going to come out of that? Or show, when you knock on the door, have them on just for appearance sake, you know, for so you don't have that shock value, initial shock value of, oh, my God, this guy's barefoot, and just ask, you know, are you okay if I take my shoes off at your door? Yeah. You know, and even just leave it at, it, it, whether you want to discuss your barefooting with them or not, because I know sometimes that can be kind of private and personal, just say, I don't want to track my shoes all over your house or something like that, yeah. you know? <laughs> That's all oh, kinds yeah. of ways you could yeah. go about it. It's just what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't think it really hurts anything to ask. Um, I, I, I mean. Has any of this been helpful, hopefully? Oh, yeah. That's definitely helpful. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, I, try to, I always second-guess myself, too, as you can tell. I keep that. <laughs> so I was like, I want to make sure yep. I'm being helpful, not hurtful. So, um, but, yeah, because there will be times, too, like, sometimes, like, when I'm doing during, during the work day, like, at work I'm supposed to wear shoes. We have shoes that's in our classroom, so we don't track germs everywhere and whatnot. And we have, um, but there will be times where, like, I get so anxious and so like I I need to ground right now because it's all building up and I need to you know get it out of my body basically you know what I mean and uh my like yep. just to calm myself help calm my body so I'll take them off and sometimes like parents will come while I've got my shoes off or or my boss will come back you, anymore they kind of understand that I need to ground for a minute but sometimes they're like where's your shoes Audrey but like parents they never say anything they they're just they don't care 
or at this point, they kind of know who I am as a person. I think they're just like, it's it's just Audrey. She's going to do what she's going to do. But uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I typically there's just around that. I'm just like, once I calm down, like I'll put them back on just so I don't get in trouble. And sometimes I leave them off until my boss catches me and asks me where they are. I'm like, oh yeah, I had to ground for a minute and I I forgot I forgot to put them back on. You know, whatever. BS. I want to come up with it that day. Hopefully, she's not listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go in Monday. She's gonna be like, uh, "We need to talk." <laughs> Crap. Part of is something that you need is still an accommodation mm-hmm. for you. I mean, right? And that's the only reason I'm going through the adult testing process. You know, to have that because I was diagnosed as a kid with the ADHD, but they they want me to be retested as an adult. And the only reason I'm going through and be like, "Hey." Worst comes to worst, they can even put in my paperwork that that's a physical, literal com- accommodation, and then they won't be able to, yeah. you know, it won't be able to be a thing anymore. Yeah, unfortunately, too, there was, there was a lot of um, conception that ADHD was something that kids would eventually grow out of. Oh, yeah, it was a childhood so, condition. Yeah, and that's something still where I'll see misinformation about, and but so then adults having to prove it, or even if it was like, oh, yeah, they have an ADHD kid, well, they're functioning enough, they'll grow out of it. Mm. And so it's like, oh, we don't want to put it on paper because it'll limit them. Yeah. And well, my symptoms get worse as I get older. That's the fun thing, and that's yeah. actually pretty typical for females because the, yeah. the hormones are so much different. But that we're not going to get into all that today. Yeah, but, but it definitely does yeah. play a role. Yeah. But that's kind of my one. Of, that and my fibromyalgia are my biggest reasons. That they make me feel trapped. Like yeah, it's funny how everyone talks about, you know, because you could get hurt, you could get hurt, you could get hurt, mm-hmm. and, like, shoes keep you safe, right? That's what every, a lot, not everybody, but several people, you know, most people want to say, I feel safer without them. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm in a safe place and that I will be okay when I don't have them yeah. on. And I just think that's kind of ironic, funny, whatever you want to call it, but. Yeah, and I understand, too, even just having, like, mobility issues Mm -hmm. it's like I have more control over my body like I am genuinely safer Mm -hmm. because I have more control over my body well and like I was was, was talking about I don't know before you got here my hike last week there I got myself in a couple tricky situations where they were like I was going uphill and they were like slippery rocks and mud and if I had been wearing shoes I would have fallen and broken myself I'm not can you you can't you can't grip a rock with shoes on okay it's just you I'd like to see you try doing this, yeah. right? But, like, I had to grip my toes, and once I had to dig them into the mud, you know, just to get up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. If I'd have been wearing shoes, I would have I would have broken myself at the very yeah. least. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't tell me that's not safer for me. The way I live my life, it, shoes are not safer. <laughs> They're just not. And even just for any reason, because there's so many different reasons why people can have sensory mm-hmm. issues. Like fibromyalgia contributes to sensory issues, mm-hmm. but then I also have sensory issues with ADHD and the autism spectrum. And, yeah. like, though that enough can just be very irritating and, and being barefoot can give you so much more control of yourself and not just because it's like oh I feel more in control but it's like you have more control over your symptoms mm-hmm. and your issues so part of it can be oh I feel more in control but even just on a physical level when something is helping you that's going to help with your safety like in past radio shows I've gotten like massless hierarchy of needs the bottom one is yeah. physiological Sensory issues are physiological. They're nerve-related. Exactly. And that is, like, the basic needs that needs to be met for everything else to balance out, like cognitive, 
self-esteem, belonging. There's so many different like aspects that are so important, but we have to have the physiological to build upon. Yeah. Things. If you don't feel so, mm-hmm. except for how to make yourself safe. And sensory issues. And can that's be why painful. I have to go out at work sometimes. I can't think of. There have been literally. I've been taking care of children, and it is my has been my passion since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Like I've been watching babysitting, started babysitting ten years old. But like when I hit a point while I'm at work and I can't even think of how to take care of this baby, what to do for this child? That's clearly first, like second nature to me. Or first nature, because the shoes, you know, does that make, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can't do that, then clearly I need to do something. Yeah. And if that something is taking off the shoes, then that's what I'm going to do. You know, it's not just for my own felt sense of safety, but it's for the safety of the children I'm in charge of. Yeah. And I can understand it, too, with, like, nannying taking kids to school like I you know I take them to school and I mean there's enough people that have seen me as as whatever it's the usual but you know still after like three years of doing this it's like I'll every now and get like people that like this is the first time they're seeing me or noticing me like oh she's wearing or she's not wearing shoes or she's only wearing socks you know like depending on if like I'm fully barefoot or whatever I mean it's still barefooting and we're wearing socks and my feet being cold that's sensory issues related and, and and even sometimes parents, and some people just really, they don't care. They just don't see a problem. Like, I'm just dropping them off. I walk them, and, and I walk them up. If there's a hazard for me, an adult, walking them barefoot, like, through the, like, yeah. bit of the parking lot and then to cross where the crosswalk, where they're crosswalker yeah, people yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. which is a short walk, um, if, that's gonna, if that's a threat to my safety, like, there's a problem kids shouldn't be here yeah you know and then unfortunately with just violence that happens in schools and things like that and has been like an alarming rate I can understand why people wouldn't want their kids barefooting at school but I'm just dropping them off and that's a whole other issue Mm -hmm. too but like I'm just dropping them off like if it's a threat for me to get in the park through the parking lot kids shouldn't be going here right like if it's because I'm well, barefoot, like, I feel like, like when we do our fire drills and stuff I've told my boss I said you know if we ever had a real fire I'd be taking my shoes off right like you know yeah. that and she always tells me too like well if we go out in the courtyard for our teacher meeting so we can do it outside I'd be like can I take my shoes off <laughs> and she'd be like yeah but I'm not feeling like no workman's comp I said you know you're less likely to get workman's comp when I'm barefoot than when I wear shoes yeah. I said every single time I've gotten hurt here to where I've had to go to the urgent care I was wearing shoes every yeah. single time. You realize that, right? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right. I'm like, yeah. But we're getting off topic again, aren't we? Sorry. Well, not really off topic. We're still talking about shoes and barefoot. Anyway, did you have any other, like, questions or comments or anything like that today? No, not really. I'm, uh, uh, okay. I just, I used to listen all the time. I called in once before a while back ago, but, uh, I kind of stopped listening to the radio station, and I thought, well, I'm not trying to listen again. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back with us. Hopefully, we're. I know. I don't know when you tuned in. I know it's been a while. I've. Uh, we've been kind of. Getting on the show. I don't want to say slacking. Miss Phoenix has picked it up real well for me when I because I was going through some mental health issues. So. Um, huh? No, you were. I've not had any complaints. So you must have been doing a good job. Um. 
but I did drop the ball for a while. So we're gonna we're working on getting it back. We're we'll getting it to where it needs to be again. And, and not that it wasn't where it needed to be when yeah, you were doing well, it. Like, my no, brain we're good. Okay. I feel like my brain hasn't even really been. And it's like there's more topics and things we want to get into, and it can be hard when things just with scheduling. And you know, I've been having issues with my health. Right. That if you know, affects always you know being prepared. But yeah, it is good to have you back listening. And then in general too, it's like. I mean, it is what it is. Like, if you just don't feel like listening or don't have the time, like, that's no insult to us. Well, like, you've got your own life. Let's face you it, know? 99% of the time it's just this rambling. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was good to yeah, have well, you um, on. Most... Yeah, I was going to say, what most of the time it's just uh, the matter of fact that I don't have enough time to listen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah I get it's it. Hard. People are so busy, but <laughs> I'm glad that you're – at least still doing your barefooting the best that you can. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the most important thing is not whether or not you listen, but that you're living your best barefoot lifestyle. Right. And I'm interested to see if, like, you do yep. start asking if, if you could go in barefoot and then, like, call us and let us know how it goes. Like, let us know what the results are of it. That would be – I'm real actually serious now. I'm sure there are so many other people out there okay. that are in similar situations as you, more than you may even realize. Like, um, you know, like, I, my partner, he's in – trade stuff um with like HVAC and whatnot and um like he's realizing as an adult that he has ADHD now he has more of a thing with wearing shoes but he's a lot Mm -hmm. of the guys around him have ADHD diagnosed or not um some of them are autistic as well and uh, like and those are things that create sensory issues so Mm -hmm. even if that's not something you can relate to but you still have sensory issues there are probably more people that can relate for their own reasons to sensory issues and the trades are I deal for a lot of people that had focus issues in school, especially depending on the age group and and things like that. So, I mean, whether or not you can relate fully to the experience of other people, there are probably more people that can relate on some level to, mm-hmm. you know, being more comfortable working in their shoe or working barefoot and out of their shoes and they feel comfortable working in their shoes. And like, you know, and so, yeah, I would be curious to see, like, how being able to, like, ask that and how you're um, able I would love to, to know figure that goes. out. Because, And I'm sure there are other people, too, out there that, you know, this could help encourage and bring comfort to. And um, and I'm sure there are more people out here who have done this thing, too. Than, or just to make it not, not a big deal. Like, yeah, know, I think their feet. we're all, all got them. Yeah, and we're all members of society, and we can all do our own way of, like, normalizing things. I and, don't even understand so, why it's such a big deal. Yeah, I, I really don't get, get it. it. But sometimes when I get pushed back and, like, it can be anxiety and, like, hating confrontations, like, oh, my gosh, why do I have to deal with this? Because sometimes it's not even, like, I live anxiety. For I sometimes live it's, for like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't have the energy. I shouldn't have to deal with this. Yeah. Other times it can be anxiety. Whatever the reason is, just remembering that, like, you're a part of, like, destigmatizing something. Yeah. You're a part of normalizing something. And, part like, we're all movement. members of society. We're all – A movement as, that really shouldn't even be a movement. If yeah, but it is. <laughs> And, you know, and, like, and just remembering that, like, we're all people within society and, like, even the things where it's, like, oh, I don't want to reach, I don't want, or I don't want to receive confrontation or negativity, like, oh, I just don't want to deal with this. Why do I have to deal with this? Reminding myself that, like, there are other people that are dealing with this and, like, I'm a part of the change and that helps give me some more motivation and a little more, even, like, just audacity, not even to, like, handle things inappropriately, but mm-hmm. to handle things confidently, like, I'm not the well, only yeah, one, it's like, you know, there when are I go out, people out there, why is this an issue? I know my rights. Right. This and, is my body. Like, like, you know, 
I always like when I do my hiking, obviously I'm hiking barefoot. And as you know, I, I do get comments sometimes when I walk by other hikers and be like, oh, you're doing this barefoot, you're barefoot, or you're not wearing shoes, you know, be like, uh, you know, always, or uh, yeah, I never wear them. You know, just kind of add that it's not just here. I'm not just grounding, earthing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my life, and there are other people that do this, too, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah. if that makes any sense. I just mm-hmm. like, it'll be like, oh, you're not wearing shoes? Never. Except for yeah. work, because I like, I love my job, and I like getting paid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, like, I'm not going to. Fortunately, I wish, I kind of wish I had the goal to do it, but, like, if you think about it, any preschool I go to to teach, anywhere I go to try and teach, that's kind of going to be a given that you're Well, and of course, too, because I know, like, you didn't have issues before until there was an injury in another center within, like, the institution. Yeah. And there was, like, a very circumstantial reason to why they Uh, did that. But it's funny because there's been three times that I've gotten myself injured. I'm actually nervous because we're coming up on October, and every time it's been October that I get hurt, literally every, all three times, it was October. So I'm getting a little nervous because we're coming up on it. But anyway, but every time I was wearing the shoes, I had them on. Like, I, I didn't, it, you know what I mean? Like, the one time it was because a baby hit the back of my knees and I straight just fell like a sack of flour. That has nothing to do with what's on your feet. Have you ever had somebody come and push the back of your knees while you're standing trying to wash your hands? You're going to go down. But, uh, um, <laughs> no. I'm like, I don't care if you have shoes on or not, you're going down, most likely. Like, EMR, both of them. One of the same time, I'm like, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, I unlocked my knees and I, I did not have the strength to re lock them, you know? Yeah. I was like, yeah. And I, luckily, I was able to twist my body to not hit him, but I almost landed straight on baby. Yeah. But it's, it's just how it goes. But, um, but you know that's not that's not even the point. And the point is, every time I've I've had shoes on, you know what? Yeah. So it makes me laugh every time when I ask to take them off. She's like, I'm not feeling that any workman stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm more likely to get hurt with them on than off, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's not what causes my injuries. Yeah, dumb stuff usually. Yeah. Um, what was I did want to ask you a que- one more question, and I feel like you've called in before, and I should probably know the answer to this question. But what is the name of your company so we can give you a shout out on the radio today? Um, it's uh, Devin Air uh, Heating That's and Cooling. Right. Yep. Devin my, Air my Heating and Cooling. My name's Devin, guys. and it's Devin Air. Yeah. Devin Air, I like that. Yeah, and I. You played on your. I, played I on your uh, name. Like that's my. That's my nickname is Oddball, but it's A U D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I'm I'm all over the Dayton area, Dayton, uh, Fairborn, Xenia, Springfield, Springboro. Um, I even go all the way out to Urbana, um, so okay. uh, I'm all so over. I'm all over the place. <laughs> awesome, that's that's awesome. Well, you wanna um, if, uh, anybody have any issues? Um, what you can give your phone number if you want. It for the um, for your yeah, business. my my, my um, number is nine three seven eight two nine seven eight four four. All right, guys, and if you're in any of those areas and you have any heating and cooling issues, go ahead and call Devin Air and see what he can do for you. So, so you're going to give you a shout-out while you're on. <laughs> and don't be surprised if he shows up without shoes. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I mean, if people yeah. probably wouldn't mind. They probably expect it now. They'll be like, oh, you show up at their door. be like, uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shod right now? <laughs> But, uh, okay, that's awesome, though. Um, 
All right. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have a couple other announcements I need to go over. So I'm going to go ahead and, um, it, unless you have something else, I was going to go ahead and end the call with you. Um, okay. I have something like sister. I, it's been great having you call in, though. It's been it, it's been awesome. Um, All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling. It was a great conversation. Yeah, it was great to have I look you forward on. to hearing about how. You're it goes. welcome. All right. Yep. <laughs> Have a good night or a good day. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. That was Seven Air. Um, I do need to message something. My sister, in, if you are in this area, um, at there is a Compass College Advisory. Uh, it's a, for mothers and their teen daughters coming up on October 14th at Mitchell Hall at Columbus State. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, you can search on Eventbrite, Eventbrite to buy your tickets, which are $75 a person, and proceeds will be given to a local group that works with teen girls. Um, that's still to be determined. Um, it's for anyone in the Columbus area, Columbus, Ohio area. Um, oh, that's something for me. Oh, and you can also purchase a few. And when you go on, you can purchase a pair of tickets to be donated. Um, so if someone there's someone that want, needs to go and is unable to afford the tickets, you can donate tickets. Um, you also go to compasscollegeadvisory.com/confidence-brunch. Um, again, that's for mothers and their teen daughters at Columbus State and Mitchell Hall, Columbus State. Um, and then I also wanted to, I need to give a shout out to my dear friend in the Huber Heights area over on Brant Pike. Um, I don't remember the exact number address, so I'm pulling it up right now. Um, but it's Air's Everlasting Light. She is at 5146 Brant Pike, and it says Dayton, Ohio, Huber Heights, for those that know the area. Um, she has, she's, it's a metaphysical shop. She has all kinds of, you know, crystals, sages, incense, trinkets, jewelry, uh, cards, mystery kits. Her mystery kits are always fun. I get one almost every time I go in just because they're, um, they're always new and different. Um, so this airs Everlasting Light at 5146 Brant Pike. Um, and again, we had so Devon Air and um, for any heating and cooling needs you may have. And um, the Confidence Brunch at Mitchell Hall at Ohio State. Um, or is there anything, what else, anything else you need to talk about? We're down to the 11-minute timer. Oh, well, I actually just wanted to let people know that we are upon the merging into Oh, yeah, or autumn. Yeah. Um, the so um, today is the day of the September equinox. Um, so in our time, in uh, Eastern Standard Time, that happened at 2:50 a.m. this morning. Um, so the rest of this day is the September, September equinox. Oh my word! Um, and so we are. Right yeah. So we are in um, the transition into, um, well, the transition from summer into fall or um, autumn in the northern hemisphere, but the September equinox um, marks the transition into from winter to spring in the southern hemisphere. Um, and so 
just in general, this is a time of just reflecting upon the year, our blessings, um, our hardships, um, the hard work that we've done, our accomplishments. Um, it's just a time of just reflection in so many different aspects um, and across so many different cultures. Um, the equinoxes and the solstices have been a pretty big deal <laughs> for yeah. millenniums. And just that level, but... Um, and so it's, and, and a big part of this is how key it is to agriculture, the planting seasons, which, you know, are very central to life, um, you know, because we need food to eat, <laughs> to live. Um, yeah, it's kind of important. Yeah, and so, but in general, it's, you know, a time to just reflect on the past year in, in alignment with gratitude for the blessings, the abundance, um, you know, reflecting on the times when we didn't think we'd pull through and we pulled through either because of some you know, blessing or some pot or somebody in our life or whether it were some spiritual aspect, whatever that may be for you. Um, just reflecting upon those good things. Also reflecting upon your strengths, reflecting upon your weaknesses, um, just really reflecting upon um, your own choices and actions, you know, this kind of reap what you sow ideology um, and thinking about what has been providing stability in your life and what isn't, and right. just really assessing um, general um, stability, security, abundance, blessings, the kind of energy in your what life. You, what do you want to keep and what needs to go? Yeah, and also, you know, celebration of the harvest, you know, is a big, you know, aspect of this. Um, you know, this is also kind of marking the start of the harvest season, um, which is from, you know, mid-September to the beginning of November. Um, and the sun is actually going to be in Virgo from this time period. The sun went into Virgo around, um, well, it was in between Leo and Virgo around the 15th, 16th, um, moved officially into Virgo on the what? 16th. So when um, a, plan a planetary body, including the sun, is husk, and that means that it is like in the real sky it is in between two constellations like on the border right so yeah and so it has and it's under the influence of both its energy is in alignment with both and as it moves away from one constellation you know that energy alignment and like that um influence will lessen and as it gets closer to the other one that influence will increase um and that alignment of energy will increase um, and so the sun is actually in Virgo right now. Unfortunately, tropical astrology is a fixed, outdated calendar that stopped aligning with the sky 2,000 years ago. I've been in a burnout place. I've been in the place of trying to um, just get myself out of this um, while also, you know, expanding on my knowledge and my understanding of things within my own spiritual relationship with my own special interests with astronomy and astrology and other esoteric studies as well as, you know, my soul path. Um, but also, you know, it, it's hard because you have to remember that knowledge, you know, knowing and skill, they're not the same thing as executive function and physical disability and things like that in general. And even mental cognitive disabilities are still okay. physical on some level because, um, you know, there's things happening, you know, throughout yeah. our body. And right. um, but the sun is actually in Virgo um, and it'll be in Virgo until November 5th, if I'm not mistaken, okay. or November 4th. Um, 
So, but, and, but also too, depending on, you know, where you're at, the time zones, you know, it'll be in between that period. And so, you know, Virgo is very interesting energy because um, it's been very misunderstood. Um, and I'm planning on actually putting together a lot on that and the misconceptions of Virgo. Virgo okay. is the maiden um, and maiden just refers to unwed woman. Um, and so, you know, Virgo is also a mother. Um, there are many different interpretations of Virgo as a mother, um, and, but also as a planter. So she's, you know, she's the planter, the seed furrower, but she's also the harvester. And so for the, over the last 2000 years, even though unfortunately people think that, um, because of the misconceptions and corruption of tropical astrology into a fixed outdated calendar, a lot of people think that this is occurring in Libra and that the sun's in Libra and transitioning or transitioning into Libra. And it's not, um, the sun is actually in Virgo. And if you look at astronomy, which is the natural science um, study that use, utilizes math, physics, and chemistry to study the real moving sky and its complexities and the complexity of the universe. Right. And so this is what I align with. And this is nothing against the ancients. The ancients, they align with the real sky to the best of their ability, best of their tools. And we forget how um, complicated their mathematics were. We still use them to this day. And if we don't, it's because we've replaced it with computers. And um, and they came up with a lot of complex mathematical systems and astronomical systems. And at the beginning of astronomy and astrology, the two studies coincided and were intertwined millenniums ago, dating back to at least the third century millennium BC um, E, so before the Common Era. Right. You know, this is three millenniums before the Common Era. Right, right, right. We don't, and then we don't know how much longer things go back. We're finding out more things and information is being released every day. We're realizing more about the complexity of ancient people and how long ancient history really is. Um, and we still yeah. don't fully understand that um, and the complexities of that. Um, but this isn't anything against the ancients. The ancients followed the real moving sky. And so if you are passionate about aligning with the ancient, ancient wisdom, then to be this need to align with the earth and the um, astrology, the real astronomy of the real moving sky and its complexity and it's constantly changing and growing. The universe is constantly changing and growing. These are complex systems. Um, and so I encourage people to seek out in the ways and, and on their own terms to look deeper into astronomy if you are somebody that already is studying astrology or is interested in astrology. So I use a stellarium uh, like the little like stash thing, web.org. Um, they're a free astronomy site just by France and like right. funded by two brothers from France who are astronomers. I mean, they just wanted it to be public knowledge to people. Like it's just yeah. two astronomers, you know, that just, um, and it's better software than I've even seen a lot of um, astronomy, even like NASA, the stuff that they have available to the public in terms of stellar, the, um, planetariums really just it's not as detailed you know what I mean so I think it's awesome that there's something free to this to the public um I also use the app night sky um there, there's a stellarium app but there are more things that are free on the web version than on the um phone app version but if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do you know you do you um but yeah this is actually occurring in Virgo and so Virgo is both the planner and the harvester and and, and a lot of this has to do with the fact that for the, over the past 2,000 years the September equinox, which initiates spring in the southern hemisphere, and then um, autumn in the uh, northern hemisphere, this is, has a lot to that symbolism of the planter and the harvester. 
Um, and this is also very tied into Persephone, the idea of ruling spring, but also, you know, when she would go down, then once when she would go down to the underworld to rule the underworld or with her um, arrangement with Hades and things, that's when autumn time would come or fall would come. And so it's the autonomal equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere. But yeah, so this is a time to express gratitude, reflect on your shortcomings um, and your wrongdoings as well as your strengths. You know, understanding those strengths and weaknesses. What no longer serves purpose in your life? What is time to let go of? What is, you know, things that you need to build upon and keep growing upon within the next coming year to have this um, growth, stability, and abundance? Um, and I think it's really important with connecting to the earth and just verifying the earth. This is something that's key for me. But everyone's allowed to believe their own things. Um, and there's so many different interpretations of Virgo. They're across so many cultures um so there's a lot there um so whatever way that this speaks to you or this time speaks to you you know i encourage you to just assess on your life and evaluate the things and just letting go of what no longer serves you and looking at what are the barriers that are keeping you from receiving and asking for help receiving abundance and receiving love and support and so we are up the last 15 seconds um i just we just realized that there was another caller that had their hand up sorry that we didn't get um, next week, if you want to call in, um, we have it on the phone right now rather than doing it on the laptop, so we didn't see it. But take care, guys. Keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. Be kind. Help when you can. Don't be jerk. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.